Dad gag! Dad gag alert! Uh, seriously, on that. Um, handball. I took my lad to Leeds. gone past the Ipswich Town game and the Nottingham Forest games if you did see the pictures on social media we did in fact go to the game it was a rocking atmosphere probably the best atmosphere I've seen at Leeds yeah that's a big statement that's cool it was it was a great atmosphere like I mean the away fans were amazing they're not on Forest fans, but we were amazing as well. They, they were good. I think what it was, maybe what you experienced, was a bunch of fans who, who actually came in half-decent numbers. Yeah, uh, were willing, filled their end. They were willing to pay the mad uh, amount of money we charge uh, away fans to come in and, and watch. Um, yeah, they, they added to it, of course. Yes. You know, I think any away fan that... Uh, anyway fans that make any kind of noise or come in numbers just get us hyped up and, and you know we, we get even more ferocious in our support really so mm-hmm. i mean i'm really it's really cool what did you like about it? what it, other than the away fan segment what did you really buzz about in, in that because there was actually a few things around this match that maybe you haven't experienced before in other matches that that were arranged for this match firstly the scarf bit that was amazing, like with all the we are champions yeah. and that spinning the Champs of Europe. Um scarfs around up in the air, that was that was just boxing. there was when we scored, like I mean, the roof just blew off pretty much, <laughs> yeah. even though there wasn't any roof. But I mean, that was amazing when yeah. we did score. Well, we, we took um, Gran with us this time round, didn't we? And, uh, I mean, the one thing we should point out is Gran isn't very mobile, and we'd actually bought our tickets in the Upper East Stand, hadn't we, um, before she said, oh, can I come to the game? And we said, yeah, of course. Uh, but we obviously had to buy that one ticket in the Upper East Stand, and she can't get about that well. We literally rolled the dice and just went up to... Uh, someone in in the east stand and said look is there a lift and the Leeds United staff from start to finish were absolute what a bunch of great guys they are that work in that east stand thank you very much they looked after us like we felt like royalty they're getting led up to our usual seat so thanks so much for that and I think that again with the dusk coming in uh, on the evening packed house again um, it were it really kind of gave it almost like a, a special Champions League-esque type vibe yeah. to it. Um, uh, the, the atmosphere is certainly the best this season um, for me as well. I would agree with you on that, but it's awesome to hear it's your best feeling of all time there. That's uh, quite some statement. Yeah, that's what I think. But, I mean, let, let's talk about the goals in that game. Let's actually go into the Well, let's get to it. Against yeah. Nottingham Forest. You were looking all right. But then the corner came, and then, and I knew I thought I felt like they were gonna score, and then they went and did. I think something needs to be worked on with the corners. Like, I mean, 
he was just left alone. He just ran on the front post and headed it. Come on, concentrate, get your men, get your men. This is where they get you. We're all going to run forwards. Too easy that that corner. Knew they'd all run forwards. So far too easy. Uh, was it Dallas who was meant to be? Was it, it Dallas was. who was it meant probably, to be? It probably was. Marking him. Um, who's coming for a lot of heat uh, in the last 24 hours? Weirdly, on 24 hours, which you know, for me, I'm I'm not sure he should be getting that kind of heat. Uh, yeah, it's it, black. But the Blackburn games kind of scarred you, hasn't it? You were yeah. always. A bit twitchy about corners or, or almost then. like a free kick type corner since that yeah. Blackburn game that we watched in Wales. And, you know, quite rightly so, it does seem to be. The problem is when you see issues that happen in games that um, are trends, you know, that happen over and over, isn't it? And, and, and it is, I mean, I can't imagine they're not working on those type of things. I mean, you know, the... Nottingham Forest were a real big side though, weren't they? Yeah. You know, they, they were a big tall they're gonna give you give us a good good battle um type showing and, and you know, they they proved to be very much um the kind of will absorb all your attack type team or just take it, take it, take it and we'll just, you know, create one chance and that will be obviously a set piece like a corner or a quick breakaway. <clears throat> didn't think much of their striker. I didn't think. It, well, yeah. I mean, as a, as a whole, it was just that corner. If I'm right in saying, yeah. and the uh, there's probably some other corners, but they just didn't yeah. look as effective on those corners. And then there was that shot by that lad on the kind of when they were attacking the cop, and uh, and Pierce came on, and it was kind of like the first thing Pierce had to do was was take on that lad on their right wing. Yeah. And he got a shot off, didn't he? Because Pierce yeah. was a bit like sluggish in getting into that that game uh, at that point. And then that was it. They didn't do anything else. I mean, it got to half time, and it was all very anxious and frustrating. A bit of the vibe at that point, but um, you know that was probably complimented because we couldn't get Grana brew from the uh, confectionery area because it was so packed. That seems to be a rolling thing as well. You can't get served at half time unless. If you want something at half-time, you've got to be 10 minutes early in that upper east stand. I don't know what it's like further below, but that's definitely definitely an issue, Leeds. Something that can be improved on in that east stand, if you if you are listening. But at that point, I still turned to you and I went, hey, man, I think we're going to win this 2-1. Because we look, we look good. Yeah, we, we looked better than them. A, a load better. It was, um, it was almost, it had vibes of Birmingham. It had vibes of, I mean, it was very close to Brentford, wasn't it, without very, the mad referee. Yeah. Um, and, you know, before we get on to the talking point, of which I think I've come up with a great gag that's almost a pun-esque to talk about the roof incident that links up with something else that happened during the week. The Pierce thing, the left-back issue. We, we've talked about this yeah. before. I think we talked about it when we were doing the FIFA show and choosing our team. We might have. What is, what is going on with Pierce? Because I'll be honest with you, I thought he came on and yeah, there was that shot, but he played all right. 
Yeah. I think he did okay in that left back position when he came on. Substitution for Leeds United, leaving the field number two, Luke Ayling, being replaced by number 20, Tom Pierce. Love this. Love this, lad. Surely, bringing him off in that second half, I mean, how would you feel if that happened to you in a game where we, we brought you on and then we subbed you off? I, I'd be quite sad, if I'm honest. I'd be very annoyed. I could imagine uh, Calvin Phillips being uh, a bit like saddened when he came off against Birmingham after, what, like 30 minutes? But then Pierce being brought on and then t took off immediately after. If, if I was a player, I, I wouldn't be too happy. Bielsa even said then that he made a mistake with Phillips and how he wanted him to play there. So I think that was the first time ever he ever really came out with an admission of making a, a, a tactical mistake. And then this it was followed up by um, the fullback mistake at Blackburn. And I haven't heard him mention, I haven't seen any rhetoric on the Pierce 24 hours in. I have been looking on social media, but I haven't seen any mention of the, of the Pierce thing. And maybe because of roof things like taking over everyone's opinions, of which, by the way, I thought on Sky Bielsa talked through brilliantly with the interviewer there. Um, I thought yeah, thought the way he reacted to the, the roofing we'll talk about in a minute was excellent. But no reaction to the Pierce thing. Now, one, there's obviously a man management thing there, but that is a few mistakes now we've seen that are quite... They're, they're quite big, big... These are quite big deals that seem yeah. to be dripping through. I'm not knocking Bielsa, but it just shows that there are mistakes in our management, our, our, our football management structure still. Because, you know, uh, this isn't Mr. Know-It-All. I'm not saying I know better. But what would you have done the same? Would you have gone when Ailing went down injured and just kind of collapsed? And, and hopefully we'll find out. Uh, just after this podcast is released, what's happened to Ailing? Because I really hope to God he's back for Wigan, and it's nothing too serious. I heard somewhere that somebody thought that this is the time of season he always drops out, but I, I don't think Ailing's a battler, isn't he? He doesn't he doesn't give up unless you, you drag him off. Yeah. That's my feeling to that. I've done exactly the same. If I'm honest with you, well, who else do we have? You can well, firstly Dallas is on the pitch. You can play left mid, left back, and right back. Yeah. To so, a certain standard, yeah. To a certain standard, of course. But I think that you know he he isn't he isn't amazing at that position. I think he is more of a midfield player. Yeah. But, but but yeah, please, sorry, carry on. So, firstly, you do have a player who can play there. So, obviously, your first instinct's going to be play him at right back. Then I would have brought Tom Pearson. I would have done exactly what Bielsa yeah. did seen the players that we had on the bench I was of the feeling at the time I wasn't sure not not and this has nothing to do with the fact that it was Tom Pierce but for me I was thinking we need to chase this game and I know it was early doors it was first half but I seriously would have probably uh, I, I at that point I was saying we're missing Saeed rather than bring on um Pierce, I might have brought the size, went to into that offensive frame, dropped Ali Oscar, Ali Oscar's back to head back. He doesn't need more attacking. Just think we don't look attacking enough at the moment. We look weak. Well, put Dallas left mid. No, oh, put Dallas right back. Like he is now. Ref! I'd do, do it like he is now, but I would put Ali Oscar left back. I brought Saez on, because I think we're missing a Saez. I think Click was non-existent 
and was doing very little. And that's the first, you know, everyone's allowed a bad game. That's yeah. the one where I've really thought, do not click, you, you didn't turn up today. Um, obviously, setting up the goal is awesome, but that was last-minute ditch stuff. I think for that point, I would have brought Saez on mm-hmm. and I would have moved Alioski down into that left side and I I would have had, you know, maybe the, uh, behind Roof, that three then becomes Saez, Click and Hernandez, you know, and probably Hernandez on the left, Saez on the right and Click there, moving around, swapping sides. I That's what I would have done. And that's essentially, I think, what he he ended up doing further yeah. down the line. Uh, not not the Alioski to left back. Again, is, is that a Bielsa balls up? We've got the Bielsa ball, but is that a Bielsa balls up? There's been a few tactical things that have come in where he hasn't quite... Well, he definitely hasn't got it right. And he's admitted that, but the Pierce one I find so interesting. This left-back issue we've had for seasons now just isn't going away. And even when we think we've got a solution, it doesn't quite work out. How amazing was Pontus yesterday? I mean, some of them dribbles down the middle, them sprints, like, just powering through the middle. I mean, he look, doesn't look like a guy who has got pace. But then when he gets going, he's just one of them players who can just dribble the ball down the middle with ease and, like, he's got strength as well. And his, like, pace just power drives through the middle then just, like, plays it out. I think I kind of like how he does that. It's like a steam train, isn't it? Yeah. Like, starts off slow, but then keeps going and going and going. I, I just think his awareness of everything around him is so strong this season and his ability to manoeuvre himself. I mean, the amount of times I've seen him kind of do this spin action to prevent or get a last-ditch touch on something this season. I'm, I, I, am yeah. a, I can't remember. I can't think of many centre-backs, certainly for Leeds, I've, I've seen perform those kind of techniques before and it's absolute he he looks like now for me the hype we had with monk you know when we all got all really got excited about him and going this is an international quality type player you know this is a swedish captain sweden this is a swedish international but he's showing it now last season i think i I developed a lot of doubts about pontus I'll, i'll be honest with you i was quite chuffed to see his deal without him at the start of the season because i was thinking if he is like what he was under christiansen and heckingbottom we're going to be in trouble again this year because we're really short at the back so the way we dealt without him at the start really pleased me but now i think he's you know he we cannot drop this guy you know he he looks like the proper season swedish international we all thought we had um moving up and he got subbed which again i thought was a wrong decision I, i at that moment in time by bielsa i think calvin phillips is absolutely sensational at the moment he's played well a lot he's a good passer i mean he can do everything he's an all-rounder tackling. well it, it, he just he if he's around he breaks up the ball he, you yeah. know he breaks it up doesn't he he breaks everything up and then sets something up with one his passing is it, it's an absolute genius move by bielsa and his coaching yeah. staff to to play phillips there i feel and, you know he was magnificent there uh hernandez I think what we could do with him is possibly say his passing at times and was a, f- a few of his through what we call FIFA through balls he tried and he just didn't get enough power on them did he and you yeah. know he just kind of 
it misjudged well, so the maybe power. you should have got a bit of height on it yes yeah exactly rather than a, a, along the ground it seemed to always go to it was easily read by uh, one of our players so maybe if it went over them yeah it, run onto it and probably possibly get a goal but other than what that what he adds in there is is absolutely wonderful still i mean you know he's one of those players i i just would not ever sub him even when he looks like he's having a bad game yeah i would just say if he's fit enough let's just keep him on the pitch because i just feel like anything can happen at any moment mm-hmm. um and i want to throw something else in there which has got a lot of talked what about your man jack clark Jack Your feelings go. Honestly, I think he is going to be a first team player. I reckon by January he would have he would have had a lot of play time, especially playing with the under twenty threes, and getting subbed on in games. I I think by January he'll he prob- possibly will be a contender for Alioski or whoever's playing on the left or right. It looks like it does look like we're going to stick no matter what with that kind of offensive free behind the striker, yeah. doesn't it? And now you, we're talking, we've got this lad, Jack Clark, who looks so comfortable. He looks so offensive. He, he, you know, that cross, we got a great view of that cross in the second half. He yeah. whipped and, you know, we were going, please, someone just dive on in there into it. Yeah. It was such a, a great, too. it was such a great cross, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and it's something we've really missed, um, that type of, of consistent quality going in. He looks yes. like if he picks up the ball on the right, something will happen. He went over to the left for a bit as yeah. well, and he looked just as effective there. The one thing I'll say about Jack Clark, by the way, and I put this out on Twitter, and it got a good reaction, so I think a lot of you uh, agree with me. Jack Clark looked that great in the last few games when he's come on. If this was four years ago, Norwich would be signing him. Yeah. He looks that good. Yeah, he'd get nicked. I, I don't think he will now, obviously, because you know, although Norwich doing very well, they're flying up the table. Um, I've got a feeling this kid is. Then uh, again, we thought about Milner and everything, but different circumstances, I suppose. He, he, he I think he's going to hang around. I think he's going to hang around and play out the season. Yeah, and will. obviously, if we go to the Premiership, uh, there's no way he'll be leaving us. So you've got Jack Clark, Hernandez, Saez, Alioski, Harrison. You've got Click who who moved up into there, and then I think even Forshaw went into there. Yeah, that that is a, a, a an embarrassment of riches in in that area, really, isn't yeah. it? Which I think um, before we move on to Forshaw, which I think for for Rose, it's something that needs sorted out. What is the best lineup there? Because we had so much, we had so much possession yesterday but we just didn't convert those chances. I think Bielsa said we had 10 chances on goal we didn't convert. We need to sort that out. Yeah. That needs that needs Some a hard... finishing practice, uh, That's exactly what I was going to say. It needs to provide more goals, doesn't it? For sure. I, right decision to start him on um, uh, uh, Saturday. Um, really surprised me. This starting lineup really surprised me. Yeah, but when... I think when when they were uh, the guy was telling the lineups um, in the thing, we all going like, way, way. <laughs> we all expecting size, but then Adam, yeah. when he's like, for sure, and Ooh. in central midfield, number four, Adam for sure, and everyone's just like, uh-huh. ooh, <laughs> like that, like very questionable, like thinking, oh, my size not playing, why is he not playing? But to be honest, I don't blame Bielsa. He had an amazing game at Ipswich. And I do think he did have an amazing game on Saturday as well. Man of the match for me. Yeah, he, he was amazing. Like I mean, he had a couple of shots. He like did them uh, dribbles straight through the yeah. middle. 
like opened opportunities. Or oh, I think he's good. I mean, it's a wonderful headache to have. But going back to Saez again, I think as it stands, he can't start the next game. I think he's back on the bench. But I tell you what, we don't half miss that wonderful Saez. Yeah, if we could have six players in the yeah. field. Yeah, if he if he, he, if he came on, he came on and he wasn't Saez to me. He didn't play like that. Yet when you've got Saez and Hernandez playing together on top form, I mean that that is. That will destroy Premiership teams, Champions Seven League players teams. In midfield. I mean, we've only got really one place to visit, as far as Nottingham Forest are concerned. Who did Leeds really cheese off during the week because they made a comment on social media and the legends, uh, Ellen Road, who were in charge of the social media, came back with an app absolute pelter of a reaction it's from one direction that's all I know. Niall Horan Niall yeah Niall. right so Niall Horan I mean what 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 an amazing comeback that was from the club I mean that went world viral well done you whoever that was Rad's give him a bit of a pay rise what is Niall Horan's biggest tune today slow hands Good job, Kemal Roof hasn't got slow hands, isn't it? <laughs> oh, eh? yeah. Boom, boom, dad gag, dad gag alert. Uh, seriously, on that, um, handball? Yeah, it was. 100% handball. How do you feel about it being handball? I'm not forced, and the referee didn't give it away, so I'm fine. I've actually, uh, we've spotted a load of Nottingham Forest fans. Do you know what I feel for Nottingham Forest fans, actually? Because, no, I do, no, I know you don't. Come on, if that was us. If that had happened to us, you'd be devastated, wouldn't you? Obviously, but I do, do I care about Nottingham Forest fans? No, no, no one cares about Nottingham Forest what? fans. I mean, so I do because I, I work. Forest. I, I, I Forest. Forest. You call them Knotts Forest. Honestly, yeah. I work down there. They go absolutely nuts if you call them Knotts. I, I do feel for them because you know it is a horrendous mistake. I mean, that is what you pay linesmen and referees for. To see that. Yeah, but I mean, that we didn't. We were right on the line with that it as well. It looked like he like. Um, I thought it looked like you headed it in. I honestly thought it was diving header in. Mm-hmm. I genuinely yeah. thought that. Now, what was interesting was when Pantillamon, like he really, I mean, it, it was he, so he, great seeing Pantillamon lose his head because yeah. he was being a pain in the backside that full game time yeah. wasting. Remember when he gave uh, Alioski a cuddle? Yeah, they patted each other. What the hell was all that about? It was like, Alioski, get up. He fell asleep a few times during that game, yeah, I thought, Alioski. At the time, he was doing his socks up as well, and I think a throw-in was yeah, taken. And he threw it to him, and Alioski was like, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, what? it was... He, he, he needs... You know, I'm, I'm, he keeps coming back as a problem, but we're going back to Pantillamon. We're on roof. I'm going to leave Alioski alone for today because he wasn't the main problem. Pantillamon losing his head. That linesman should have seen that. It yeah, went true. over to the linesman. Uh, the reaction was, I mean, like you said it at the top of the show, the vibe then was absolutely fantastic. But where we are in the East Stand, you can look down onto the posh boxes, can't you? Yeah. And without seeing, like, uh, without seeing to be a weird stalker, we look down at the box in front of us because that's where all the proper sports guys are and, and, and the guys from LS11 podcast in Talking Shut. And we look down at them because they obviously got to see the replay. And we knew, didn't we, from their reaction straight away because you saw them looking over and they're going, is it handball, is it handball? And they looked and then you could see there was just this little cheeky, ooh, like that, that kind of, ooh, yeah, we've got away with that one. So we actually knew, probably more so than... Uh, anyone else in that ground that it was handball 
Um, Notts Forest fans, feel for you. I, I mean, Lad doesn't. I do feel for you. I, I, I understand your response. What I don't get from your response, though, is a slagging off of Roof because of him admitting he knew he did hand it in. If anything, I thought that was really refreshing for him to come out and say, look, it did. I didn't intentionally mean to, to uh, it come off my hand, but it did, and the ref and the linesman didn't spot it. Now, if he came on and said, oh, no, I definitely headed it in, yeah. then I'd be losing my head over that. Because it, you know, that's yeah. shown he yeah, is a cheat. He also said this, though. He, he said, "Well, if I've if I've scored a goal with my hand and the referee hasn't seen it, I'm not I'm not just gonna go up to him and say, oh, I've I've, I've I handballed it when, when it's an important part in the game.' Oh, I mean, it was a hugely important part in the game, but also at the same time, I don't think, and I've seen this before with penalties where where players have gone, no ref, it wasn't a penalty when they've been brought down, or you know." that they've fallen over or something, but the ref still gives a penalty. The, the referee will make the decision. In fact, the most brilliant thing I saw in reaction, I thought it was this amazing research by the guys at, let, let me have a look, I'm sure it's Walmart, uh, we say Walmart uh, TV, uh, but it's obviously We Are Leeds Marching On Together TV, W-A-L-M-O-T TV, and they dug out the goal that Raul scored against us in the Champions League when he handballed it. And guess who was playing and celebrating with uh, the guys of Real Madrid that day when Raul, he got it in the back of a net, Karanka, the Nottingham Forest manager. So, I mean, fair play, boys. To dig that out and connect it up in such a way was absolutely wonderful. That made me lol when I saw that today. But going back to it, I thought, Nottingham Forest fans, you are out of order completely having to go at Roof for the way he reacted. I think get a grip of yourselves or get the bitterness. Uh, you know, And if you're saying, oh, Leeds cheated, and I've seen the press today, lucky Leeds. I don't think, I think Bielsa summed it up perfectly. We're not lucky. Guys, one, one word, one word, and it's a place, and that's Brentford. Next opponents are Wigan Athletic. Up here we've got um, their recent fixtures, their wins mm-hmm. and losses. Mm, how they're doing? So um, Sheffield United gave them. I mean, that's we'll like an amazing game. We'll just start off the past six games, okay? Go on. So, well, the most recent one: Sheffield United for Wigan Athletic two. Mm-hmm. But Sheffield United are a good side. So then in the game before that, they they lost. 2-1 to Millwall. Okay. So, I mean, um, Millwall are crap. So, Bad side. <laughs> so, Sheffield United have given them a spanking. Millwall. Millwall have beaten them. Yep. What's happened beyond uh, Wigan Athletic, they, in fact, indeed did win 1-0 against West Brom, who did have a man down. Wow. I mean, that's... So, is that their last home game back there? Yeah, that was the last home game. Okay, so they won their last home game against West Brom. Okay. Then they did lose four nil to Wigan. Uh, no, they did lose four nil to Preston at home. Um, no, away. Okay, so they're looking like um, they're they really bad on the down. road. They look like they're really bad on the road, don't they? Yeah, nil uh, nil um, against Swansea at home, mm. and then they lost one nil to uh, Norwich uh, uh, away. Away. What was the last the, the home game before that? Um, the home game was against Bristol City and they won 1-0 so they're looking like they're a different team at home but just crap team away yeah that means this is going to be a tough game 
This means it's going to be a tough game mm. when we get there. Ooh, right, so this moment in time, I think this is a nice little test for it. They've got Will Grieg, is it? Will, Will Grieg. Grieg. Will um, Grieg's on fire. Grieg. Is he still playing? Is he yeah. scoring goals? Yeah. Because I, I was thinking, oh, should we look at him? But I'm, I'm not quite sure whether he's... he's Northern he's, Ireland uh, International. Yeah. I think he's all right. No. There's no roof, though. The, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough one. It, knowing our injuries... Yeah. Our issues that we've got at the moment. Who would who would you take starting eleven? So um, in goal, being Peacock Farrell as always. Um, left back, I would go um, uh, Alioski. Yes, Alioski, Cooper and Janssen centre backs. Uh, Jamie Shackleton or Berardi if he's back. Well, Berardi's right not. Back. If we use the rules of how it ended. All right. On Saturday. So, Jamie Shackleton right back. Yeah. Then, Calvin Phillips playing in the CDM there. Mm-hmm. Then, clicking for sure. Mm. I'd go with uh, Jack Clark on the left, Hernandez on the right, roof up front. Wow. That's interesting. I would go Pierce left back. That's where I'd change there. And... This is gonna right back. I'd go Dallas. What? And the only thing I'd change up front is I wouldn't. I wouldn't start with Jack. Why? I wouldn't start with Alioski. Uh, Alright. I'd start with Harrison. Harrison. Um, I think it will be three one lead. What are you going? Uh, I, I'm gonna go with a two one lead. Back That's to you about, about reading. reading. This is a part of the show where Lad comes to the fore with a fact on one my own favourite Leeds player of all time. In fact, as I speak now, I look up onto the wall and see the Puma Leeds kit signed by the man himself, David Batty. Aww. What is our fact today? That he's the only English player to appear for three different Premier League teams in the Champions League. Blackburn, Newcastle, and Leeds. Batty about reading. Lad shouts this week. Um, two places to start with before we get into the social media platforms where you guys have been absolutely amazing. Again, the support is unreal. Thank you so much. The first big chat I want to get onto is uh, whoever it is, we don't know your name, but big shout out to the guy who replied to Niall Horan's tweet. That whoever's in charge yes. of Leeds United, yes. and it might be a girl, sorry, I say guy, that I meant girl. that as both sexes. Whoever you are, who you know, you don't need to identify yourself to us, but you are a complete legend and you get the lad shout of the day. You were fantastic, Boom. as does Edna. Now, we, I didn't know, I'm, I'm cards on the table, I didn't know about this lady until she did pass, but her story is, is for Leeds fans, I think, just so inspirational. And it was so beautiful in the game, 64th minute. Um, it, it added to what was already an amazing atmosphere. And I'd, there was we almost had a chance to score yeah, during that as well, did didn't we? And, you know, it's when you hear stories about people like that, you just, it warms your heart. And, you know, lots of love from this part of the Leeds United community. Hey, lad, would you agree? It, it was really strange. A lot of our uh, younger fans of the podcast were getting in touch with us about it and you, you picked up on it as well so it, it really is a inspirational she was an inspirational supporter to us and uh, you know you never know one day um you know we can only be 
a third of a person she is that that'll be fantastic so what what are the shouts for today on uh on the social media social media shouts so we do start off with twitter at mighty whites pod uh check out their podcast it's a cool pod at not m whites uh nottingham white these guys are cool they're they're the uh, nottingham division of, of leeds united fans and obviously they were having a lot of fun this weekend so mm. thought we'd give them a real big big up in in today's show uh but all the knots knots uh, <laughs> Don't call them knots. We don't like being knots. <laughs> At Sam James one hundred, uh, took a lead scarf to the camp, new camp recently, yeah. which is quite cool. Uh, At Forever Leeds MOT. At Manny Rhino, a uh, Philip man. Uh, At Coaton Dean, uh, Coaton spelled C O A T O N. At Talking Shut. At White's Hull, the whole Whites. Um, at Bremner 1919, the Sheffield White, and at SJ Wilson 30, uh, following subscribers, YouTube, uh, Doppledanger for Stuart Dallas. This is a Doppledanger for Doppledanger. Stuart Dallas. And his predictions are terrible, but uh, his, his, his channel is absolutely fantastic. So check that out, guys. Uh, so we do have the Instagram shouts next. Um, e will it, I do not know how to pronounce that, but I'll just spell it out. E W N L S N. I imagine when I read that it's Ewan. I don't think it is. Um, Ryan underscore pigeons LS eleven podcast and the pigeon detectives. That's who we stalked. That's who we saw the face of. That's when we were above him. Uh, he, then, he's in a posh bit. Then the LS eleven L U F C. The new Instagram account for the LS eleven podcast. Those guys really show us a lot of support, and you know, obviously they're really quite you know their their podcast and stuff is something we soak up every week so when the, when you guys are, are, are liking us please like them as well because you know they're, they're much better than us they're much more entertaining and have better conversations i think well do they have better conversations than us i don't know we'll leave that we feel they do because we really enjoy theirs but so give them a follow uh so uh stephen crosby but crosby with two seeds um leeds united news uh Total leads rookie rookie, um, but rookie spelled R O O K I I zero five. L U F C trust uh, Bailey underscore Peacock fans and Hayden Price and his dad from all the way down in Taunton. Uh, Hayden spelled H A Y D N. And uh, they are today's lad shouts. Yeah. Nice one. Um, okay, so we're all excited for. Uh, we tried getting tickets for the Wigan game, but it's it's totally sold out because obviously we live on this side of the Pennines. We're not too far uh, too far away from the Pie guys. Um, one thing I we I have been to Wigan a few times. The pies are absolutely fantastic. So wherever you get the possibility to to do it, guys, if you're travelling to that game, get yourself pies. I'm kind of taking the assumption we are on uh sky with it so uh well yeah hopefully at least red button we seem to be on sky all the time a uh, bit of a week without any lead stuff i think we may drop in a bit of a fifa match during the week yeah. um you guys seem to enjoyed that uh guys if you can please just spread the word about the, this lad to leads podcast in your league united community that would be absolutely amazing social media is coming up in a sec but if you are listening on itunes or like listening on itunes please do 
give it the five star review and and leave in the comments just something that we can talk about i mean what i'd love to know is my favorite player is david batty who's your favorite player of all time so if you go to itunes click the five star you can then leave a review that really helps this podcast get out there let us know who your favorite player of all time is it's got to be david batty right thanks loads guys uh see ya took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds.